0: In a typical law student fashion, I'm probably going to pick apart Hutch's uh, phrasing here. Isn't medical school like the worst?
1: <laughs> my back and my eyes have never recovered from law school.
2: I, I'm not convinced everybody understands the curve, even after three years. Some students, I think, don't understand. That.
3: Hello and welcome to What's Law Got to Do With It? A lighthearted look at life in law school. I'm Adam LaChance.
2: And I'm Professor
3: Richard Haig. And today we are returning to my favorite topic that I have a full understanding of. That is law school myths. Um, These are outtakes essentially from our earlier episodes. uh, So you will recognize the voices of uh, our two guests today. But in case you haven't listened to our older episodes, we're going to introduce... Uh, the two people we talked to today.
2: So, our first guest is uh, <laughs> Lil Kadu Shaw. Kadu Cadu- Shaw. Yes. Amazing yeah. French. Yeah, <laughs> uh, She's <laughs> a former student of mine who's just finished articling and is about to go clerking in Ottawa. Yeah,
3: we had a lot of fun with her. And our other guest is uh, Paul
2: Guliego.
3: And he'll make fun of me for his, that pronunciation. It was close but enough, it, anyway. I'm sure he'll. Uh, He'll be fine with that. Uh, so, uh, Other than having a whole episode of me pronouncing Paul's last name, um, he's a student of mine, was also in Professor Hag's class. We were Section C buddies. Uh, he's a good time, and uh, he's going to talk to us first. Or Actually, Lil will talk to us first yeah. about um, law school grades being notoriously low, and then we'll follow up with Paul talking about uh, undergraduate law course, since he
2: happened Pre, to take pre-law yeah. pre-law yeah, yeah. and uh, you yeah uh, you forgot about uh paul and he's a mean guitar player oh yeah uh
3: shredding it up what was at the um what is it called at this school the,
2: the mock trial
3: the mock trial the big showtime experience yeah.
2: every law school has one of those oh
3: really i didn't yeah. know that see i miss it this year but i heard that he had a pretty pretty cool performance there so
2: yeah um, you, you gotta come this year you were in it last year i was in it <laughs> Maybe one of our podcasts will run the skit. <laughs> yeah. <and bring> well, <laughs> my, uh, my Shelly Kirsten and I who always do a skit.
3: The the goal should really be that this podcast becomes popular enough that they make fun of it at, at mock trial. At the mock trial. That is a great idea. Is the consciousness. I will that
2: <laughs> <laughs> I will count as a success if we get that far. All right, perfect. Enjoy it. Law school grades are notoriously low. So Adam, what does that myth mean?
3: It means that people think Grades are lower than in other schools. Yeah, did that sound
2: like Nailed a question? <laughs> you <laughs> need Sounds to be like more. Th- th- this is what they train week, you after... in advocacy: is you just gotta go with your, you know, don't hesitate. <laughs> My browser history is just different googling of what myths are. I <laughs> interpret one myth. Yeah. It's funny that we've chosen myth- we've chosen the most difficult thing for the first two episodes of the oh, show, yeah. the myths, whole oh, idea of myths. Although evaluation methods remained the same for many years, they've begun to change considerably. The primary method is hundred percent exams, but uh, what I don't know what he's on about. Anyway, the point is he's saying that grades are not low at law school any lower than they are again at other faculties or other degrees. So Right off the bat, I'm
3: kind of my first thought is what like wouldn't isn't medical school like the worst? <laughs> like, in compare, like when no, they I have their most,
2: own? a lot of medical schools are now pass fail though, so they, there's no grades at all, they just want people to be doctors. Oh, really? So, I guess your only
3: point of comparison would be like an undergraduate degree or a, or a
2: graduate yeah, degree, yeah. So, in your criminal
3: criminology or whatever, yeah, grading was much easier in my undergrad, I could just read the material and show up to the final and do okay.
2: Good enough to get in here, at least. Um, (laughs) But maybe the difference is that in law school, you've got a lot of, you've already skimmed off the cream from all of the other undergrad degrees. And so you are dealing with a higher level of uh, ability and therefore you're competing amongst... You know, it'd be like it'd be like skimming off the top ten percent of your criminal criminology class yeah. and moving that group to another criminology class. Yes. It's going to be hard. Yeah. The like base level of competencies a lot
3: higher because you didn't care in undergrad because you were graded against them. But now the idea of being stacked in a, yes. in a order is very intimidating.
2: The number of times I've heard students who I've already taught one year, so they're into their second and third year. And the way they strategize about, well, I'm going to take this course because I've heard that there's a lot, a lot of the students in that course are C students, so I will do well. Have you? I, I, so you, have never heard? Nobody ever confides in you in that. That so I'm that's say, weird. I that a, heard that before. A prof gets. I, I first of all, I often say to myself, why are they telling me this? I don't want to know this. But secondly, I really don't know if that's accurate as well. I, I don't know if people know each other's grades that well. Uh, but it's interesting that that kind of thinking even even enters some heads right i wouldn't ever so i always counsel do not don't choose courses based on that that's a that's not a good way to decide on what you you want to learn choose courses on what you want to learn it makes much more sense is, to me
3: the strategies are pretty hilarious that even i have come up with the things you think about in just the environment cuz it's just day after day competition almost so you have to to keep yourself from becoming jaded you got to almost put a little effort in to not want to rejoice at others failure like no that breeds the worst kind of person especially if you're really competitive like myself to start with you're going for the throat right mm-hmm. away and you're like i gotta get over this so yes and that's actually the it's like almost liberating to kind of put that aside and share with your friends like your notes try and really help each other out and kind of forget about that aspect as soon as that happened i found i had a lot more success um just because I wasn't so worried about other people.
2: Yeah, I think, you, is that that your thinking as well, Will? The idea of collaboration is important, and yet it's not encouraged always at law school. It's not encouraged at all.
1: I had a study group in 1L with my close friends. Uh, it made us all much closer to one another, but it didn't work as a study group at all, so I abandoned that in 2L and 3L. Um, but it definitely helped. We all wanted each other to succeed, and. Yeah. 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 But but I also never got involved in conversations about grades with other people. Didn't want to know other people's grades, didn't want them to pry into my grades. And so this thinking that people would, you know, pick a class based on
2: It's shocking. The students be hard. In that I don't know class where you would get
1: terrible. that information.
3: Like one person in that class said, Oh yeah, I gotta see but everybody gotta see.
2: Yeah, well that's right. Because the, the one thing that you don't I can't imagine goes around much as people ad- broadcasting or advertising that they're a C student. I, j- I just don't, <laughs> I can't imagine that that's a very common thing. If In fact, it's probably the A students that broadcast. Anyway, let me just finish off with a little bit more from this myth. More than half of law students leave law school with at least a B average. While this grade may not be as high as you want or expect, it will be sufficient to get you almost anywhere you want to go. <clears throat> So again, the so the I guess what Hutch is saying is they're not notoriously low. B is the average. That means most students will get a B. Which I guess, if you want to say that's not notoriously low, I would say notoriously low would be C. Which law schools are not. So the curve kind of prevents
3: that statement from being true. Because yes. it, yeah. Yeah. It, like it, that B. I think it's important to to recognize that the grading scheme has changed significantly like explaining to family like what a b would mean um as opposed to what you're, everyone being straight a students essentially getting into school or like high b plus or something to get the average obviously barring other life circumstances that allowed you to get into law school um the idea of having to be happy with like a b plus is amazing if if, if i see a b plus on my transcript i'm i'm ecstatic that's that's yeah. awesome uh it means you essentially got over that hump amongst a bunch of really bright people. So it's it's a it's completely different. Meanwhile, a B was like, oh I know yeah, the, I got hopefully the, I got some the, A's to bring that up right. in that, undergrad, yes, right? That so. difference
2: between a B in law school and a B plus is huge. It's actually more than it should be because <laughs> but as you say, it's suddenly you're now in the upper quartile, or, you know,
3: yeah, where you are in
2: the thirty five percent of the class all of a sudden. <laughs> yes, yes. Which is like a
3: great percentile, it's, it's, uh, really.
2: Do mm. you think? Uh, and is that known outside of law school? The, the, the that that was a surprise to
3: me. Yeah. That did you? Were you kind of surprised by? Did you know about the curve before no. you joined? No, like, not I had off. no idea. When they explained all the numbers, I was like, "That's a big B bracket." Yeah, yeah sixty percent in the middle, a huge like, that's chunk of the gigantic.
2: Class. But you learn that in orientation, don't you? <laughs> if yeah. you can remember the whatever, first day, yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're quick to point out the curve. Uh, I, I, I'm not convinced everybody understands the curve yet, uh, even after a, a three years. Some students, I think, don't understand the curve. I try to explain it by it's, it's uh, think of it not as grading the way you have always thought of grading, but think of it as a almost like a, uh, a race in track and field so that the first bunch get an A that come in past the finish line first the huge chunk that come in in the middle of the pack get a B and then the B, and it's doesn't matter whether my exam maybe but the top mark was 10 out of 100 they still are going to get A's that's the, the that's the beauty of it so you can really as a professor you don't have to worry about how hard or easy your exam is because it'll sort itself out automatically <laughs> lucky uh, for you with, <laughs> well but then that means drawing lines sometimes that yeah. are hard to draw but because it's yeah. So the idea is, no matter whether you're the tyrant professor who wants everybody to do terribly, or the and and writes the hardest exam they've ever seen, or uh, a really lax professor whose exams are easy, it, it all works out in the end. That's the that's one of the things I think you can say is a good thing about law school.
3: If it's still terrifying. All... The race analogy gets, makes my palms sweat. I...
2: <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to do that. <laughs>
1: All I can do is laugh since I'm out of it now. Yeah, like <laughs> <Yeah, lucky laughs> you. So.
2: No, but Seeing life the race is an evaluation. Oh, well, God. It's going to happen. <laughs> what did you just whisper? God, oh, God. <laughs> uh, constantly being evaluated.
3: I like the idea of giving yourself like a, a line of advice on your first day of law school. Because I feel like I would give myself some interesting advice already. And I've only been here a year, so I can't imagine... Three years out, you do a three-year program? Yeah. 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 Would you be interested in answering that question?
1: Uh, yeah. Actually, I would tell myself to focus on my health. I feel like that's something that law school students forget about, and it's something that I forgot about. And my back and my eyes have never recovered from law school. And it's not just me. I, uh, I know this is a very common complaint, but your health is the most important thing. You're not going to make it very far in this career if, you know, if you don't focus on that,
2: did you have glasses when you first came to law
1: school? <laughs> I can't tell you how much my prescription has worsened <laughs> oh, since <yeah>. law school. <laughs> yeah. Actually, that's a really that's a that's a
2: really interesting one because you're right. I think that is often the last thing that people think about, mm-hmm. and uh, it's so true. There's so many studies that show you go, if you get your proper sleep, i.e., seven to eight hours, you'll be much better off than if you do pull all-nighters and try to. I your, tried your that. Your learning ability. It It just drops off a cliff, your ability to learn and focus and concentrate. If you don't get sleep, eating is important. All of that. Yeah.
3: I think I'd show up out of the time machine and I'd come up to myself and I'd say, don't drink any coffee after 3 p.m. Trust me. And then I would argue with myself. I'd say, no, no, no. I could drink a coffee and go right to sleep. It's not even a problem. (laughs) So hopefully I'd convince myself I probably wouldn't.
2: So what would the 2L Adam tell the 1L Adam? That's it. Don't that, drink that, coffee that's after the same. 3 p.m. That's, it. Okay, that's so the both. main thing. You only said that because Lil got you sort of on the path of food and health. You that's an you important one, though. I know. But you if I'd have asked him first, he would have had a clearly different... Uh, oh, yeah. I just winging <laughs> it. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know, one of the saddest tales I have about law school is the fact that I became allergic to coffee halfway through. And had to quit cold turkey. Ooh, it's a sad, and we, and sad story.
2: Still, and you can't, you've never gone back, can't have any now? No. Tune into our side podcast. <laughs> Allergic to coffee. <laughs> yeah.
1: One girl's struggle. You miss it? <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, okay. That's, the smell is, the- it
2: sounds like uh, you're a, uh, it's just like smokers, I guess, who really always want a cigarette, even if they've quit.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh,
2: but it's, you know what? It's uh, the good thing about that is you're, your discipline and not in in staying away from it. Well, you have no drink choice. tea instead.
1: Uh, sometimes. Sometimes.
2: But okay.
3: Wow, you really brought us down there again. <laughs> I know. I'm well, sorry.
1: Like- to end on such a depressing note. <laughs> no coffee. <laughs>
3: no coffee after three p.m. I think you. I think you misunderstood. I went too far. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah.
2: And I, yeah, I should have facilitated better. I, I think, because Adams is a completely manageable goal. Yours is really <laughs> tough. Yeah. I
1: just wanted to tell anyone who's listening, if you also can't drink coffee, I'm here to speak to you. Ah, we could start a support group. A support
2: group. Yeah. You may have to help them out from Ottawa,
1: though. Yeah. Okay. We'll have Skype sessions.
2: All right. Um. So Adam, you, the homework. I think oh. we're going to do another myth session. Okay. What do you think? With a new guest. No, no, not oh, another miss.: session. Oh, next oh my the, God. Yeah, so you, your homework is I will photocopy up. Hutch's chapter one. You just bring the book back. I'll take it out. I could loan it to you. Okay, deal. All right. Okay. And we'll, uh, we'll see you next time. All right. Thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Thanks,
1: Bill. Hey, look. Why can't the first part of the second party be the second part of the first party? Then you've got something. Now,
3: look, uh, rather than go through all that again, what do you say? Fine.
2: Now, uh, now I've got something here you're bound to like. You'd be crazy about it. No, I don't like it. What's love
1: got to do with it? What's
2: love but a second hand emotion? What's love got to do with it? Our special guest today. Is also a third year, second year, third year, second year law student, Paul Guillermo. <laughs> second year, second year, two L. I hate using one L, two L, three L. Who that? Yeah, it. You're a second year, second student. year student, Paul Guillermo, Guillermo. And so, uh, as usual, Adam, uh, we have to start off with um, you prepared. You read the the stuff that you're supposed to read, the myths, the final myths stuff um, from Hutch. I have the list of the
3: myths. I didn't. Uh, I didn't read them. <laughs> oh, Again, okay. there's some things came up.
2: Oh yeah, I'm but, sure they did. Well, that you know that's okay because we 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 always manage in this. I remember
3: uh, the myth that we haven't gotten to it. if, oh, that, if that helps. Well,
2: that I, does help. That's kind of having that. I'll call that having done a bit of prep. Then I'm sorry. so. Of myself as well, well yeah, because I, I think what we're gonna do is yeah we're gonna talk about that final myth so and we're gonna bring Paul into that so what is the uh, what uh, is it
3: the last myth I'm not gonna comment on if I understand the how a myth works or not at this point, but the last <laughs> myth is that undergraduate law courses will get undergraduate law degrees will give you an edge I believe something along those lines
2: courses courses yeah. That was not bad for having not done the readings. You're pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so it it being a myth, we have to remind Adam of this. That means that what Hutch is saying is that it really doesn't matter if you take those undergraduate law courses. They're not going to help you in law school. They're gonna be no different from taking an undergraduate course in music, for instance. That's he says so he says, doesn't matter what you take. You'll do well, you can do just as well without having any of those law courses. So that that makes it a myth. Okay. Okay. I see. So it? it's
3: good. So Paul, I understand you are one of those people.
2: No, I did.
3: I
0: went to Ryerson and I majored in law and business and I took some undergraduate law courses.
2: Do You remember what they were?
0: Uh, yes, there's, there's actually many. About half of my upper year courses were law. Um, so one was business law, another was government regulation of business, and there was law of the marketplace. There was labor and employment law.
2: And wow, that's, that's terrible. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah, don't forget. Can you imagine, and then you came to law school after having came, that. Yeah, and I just loved it so belt. much, I wanted more law. Yeah, yeah. You don't hate so, it yet? Uh, no, not yet. <laughs> no, not. Well, it's <laughs> still. You're not even halfway. Yeah, yeah. So, okay. So, would you say that that's a myth? But or not a myth, since you took those courses, have they helped you or have they hindered you or are they neutral?
0: In right. typical law student fashion, I'm probably going to pick apart Hutch's uh, phrasing here.
2: Well, that's what we've done. That's yeah. that's what we're doing here. That's, oh, yeah. yeah.
0: good. <laughs> so I would say that, disagree with Hutch, It they will help you in some fashion, but I agree with him that it won't make a difference as far as the end. So to use a metaphor... Um, those courses maybe give you a couple steps ahead of your peers in the beginning, uh, at the very beginning. But by the end of the semester, you and your peers have taken giant leaps as far as your learning and knowledge. So as to render those courses, yeah, they wouldn't matter. So I think I agree with uh, Hutch in that, in that, in that case. So they It didn't make a difference what you did in uh, undergraduate.
2: All right. Yeah. Did he just did he did he just contradict himself from the very beginning? I did thought I? you said it was good and then now you're saying it's not that so good. they helped me
3: I I think I understand what you're saying. Yeah. It, it, it I agree with that as well. It's almost like a the reason it's a contradiction is because it's a middle ground. It's like the fence because okay. It's a yes and no. Yeah. Cuz I feel the same way with criminal justice background. It didn't help me in criminal law, but there was a public policy aspect in my undergrad that helped me in your class. State and citizen like all of the idea of how the legislature works. I'm pretty sure I, I bullshitted one of the questions. Oh
2: no, no, we're allowed to swear. Okay. Yeah. i pretty <laughs> you make the rules. Yeah, right? I don't. <laughs> yes. <this> is, <laughs> I guess it's my you microphone. You just wait so till I, I get going.
3: <laughs> so I'm pretty sure I bullshitted. What are your questions on the first uh, midterm in your, in your class uh, with my prior knowledge from my undergraduate. And you were, you were like, Oh, this is a creative answer. It's something different, right? It's, uh, you must've thought about this for a while, or I just took what I had learned. I think, What I had said actually was I talked about, we were talking about the uh, interplay between the legislature, judiciary and whatnot. Oh yeah, okay. And I made a comment about how you can't say they're separate when our prime minister appoints the judges and um, it sits in the legislature. Right. Which is something that I only knew about because of my undergrad. So there's, it depends how you can use it. But like what Paul said, there's such a big leap. And what we talked about Last two episodes, the last two episodes is it's such a different way of approaching um, learning that by the end of that first semester, by the end of first year, we're all now law students. We're not our undergrads anymore, I feel like. Yeah. OK, yeah, that, that. That,
2: that does make sense. know, In other words, the whatever leg up you may have had, it fades away Very because quickly. other people and they're all everybody's smart. Right. So right. they, they all, those who learn quickly will will catch up quickly as well. So I, so my background, I did engineering. I had no knowledge of law going into law school, and uh, yeah, I mean, I can say it. What is what struck me as a non, as not having a background was, yeah, you kind of get intimidated by those students that have had the background, and and you're right, I think, but eventually it kind of fades away, and you realize, you know what, I can do this too. Like every degree. There's a bit more pick up. I just have a bit more catching up to do. Uh, so yeah, okay. So I think so maybe so we're agreeing on Hutch I, on this one. Is this no, our I, first I know. Full agreement, maybe? <laughs> yeah. I, I think I think every uh, other myth all, we really you guys together. Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, we three are agreeing, but we're also agreeing with Hutch. Yes. Because we haven't necessarily yes. agreed with Hutch on the some of the other myths. But he but. says did he not they say it doesn't
3: help you in law school? Well, it, I think it makes yeah. sense. He's looking at it as a myth, though. Oh man, I think I might be understanding this. Um, <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> uh, he's saying it's the myth because when you're sitting in that first year classroom, the thought process that that you were just talking about, um, professor, is, oh man, these people have these backgrounds, so that's where the myth is, right? I feel yeah. like so to say. So I think we all agree that that myth is overstated. Oh yeah, I think any undergraduate degree will give you a
0: specific uh, skill set to help. So, everyone with a science background, for example, I imagine would have superior analytical ability. At least that's what I felt when I looked towards everyone with a science or background. math, even like yeah, well, just, that, just yeah, ability to analyze, you know, and right. process large. Well, and also
2: for me, I did engineering. One of the things I think that helped me that uh, other disciplines don't help us we had weekly assignment i had to have things ready every week in every course so mm-hmm. just the discipline of buckling down and yeah. doing things yeah was helpful whereas i think you know if you take english and you kind of read a few novels and then you have an essay in november it mm-hmm. you, if you adopt that mentality at law school you can find yourself in trouble in trouble
3: or you just wait until second year and just take seminars <laughs> and then you can yeah. get away with it yeah <laughs> oh i definitely well, think that that is that uh, is that what you've well, done I, now uh, going into second year now i'm thinking wow everything's going to be very different because it's not 100 exams i have just papers to write essentially which totally I that was a great idea but too late now let's do it so it'll be a good exercise you learn more with papers i find personally um more
2: depth and breadth but
3: anyway i'm kind of getting off topic here um what was the, what were we going to talk about next
2: so I think yeah we've, we I think we've managed to deal with most of the myths. There are more myths in his yes. book, but I will assign those to you later on. And we'll come back.